200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. I'm here with uh, Jason, the motor cop, and Justin uh, from the uh, Happy Medic with What's Your Emergency Radio. It's a podcast that you guys have been doing for quite a while now. Um, we're in your studio. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks thank for you coming. For studio. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, I did. I was going to say garage, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, we have motor cop. That's yes, a sir. police officer. We have the happy medic, a fire firefighter, and uh, firefighter and paramedic. paramedic. Um, we we talked earlier about um, the notion of how all three disciplines can better work together, better train together, better be prepared for you know the when the poop hits the paddles type of situation. You're right, active shooter <laughs> or <coughs> whirling blades. Whirling yeah, whirling blades. Guys, yeah. Um, Tell me about how you guys have been working together for a long time. You guys know each other real well. Yep. Um, you know, obviously you're very good friends, but you're also partners and you're teachers and trainers. Tell me about some of the ways you see the three disciplines going in improving interdisciplinary work. Well, I think it starts with the, well, first off, I have to mention that the fact that you've said three disciplines twice is amazing because usually we hear first responders and we've 18, 18 more times and it's a habit. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Correct. And, and we've talked about this on our show and our previous show, the crossover show a number of times. It's, it's not about how you do things when the situation arrives. It's what you do before that. When you're at Pete's or Starbucks or insert conglomerate coffee distributor here and you run into the, quote, other side, and you're giving them a hard time for their Frappuccinos or whatever they're like drinking. Whole Foods. Yeah, for, it, like, absolutely. Or sure. Trader Joe's. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and it's that, that's the time to have the conversation. <laughs> you know, as, as an FTO, I tell my trainees all the time, if you want to connect with fire, go to the house. Mm-hmm. Go to their house. They, I assure you, they'll feed you, and they always yep. have coffee on. Yeah. Connect with them. Talk to them. They are not the enemy. They are the ones that are going to pull you away from the bad things and heal you. So you should probably introduce yourself once or twice. Mm-hmm. That's really the time to, to talk about it. Yeah, and one of the things, Doug, that I always uh, talk to MC about and we talk about on our show is uh, when you do bump into him at the coffee shop, don't you say, Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Jason. Good to see you. I saw you on that wreck the other day. But just a, hey, man, on that wreck the other day when you wanted us to open lane number three, what was your thinking behind that? Because you got really upset and I got really upset. And how can we avoid that in the future? Next thing you know, we're good pals. We know each other. We need to set realistic expectations for one another. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't happen at the scene when I say I need the entire road cleared. And MC says, "Uh, no, we're about to hit commute time. And it's going to be a nightmare for my traffic guys. It's just not going to work. The time to have that conversation is at the Whole Foods, at the coffee shop, when it's just us dudes mm-hmm. and dudettes having a coffee, relaxing, and talking to one another. That is the best place 
to really advance all three disciplines at the same time. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier. <clears throat> we no longer, uh, unfortunately, have Urban Shield here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Dead. Which was... Moment of silence. Yeah, exactly. Was the best training I've ever participated in, bar none. Um, I once made the really dumb mistake of doing all 48 hours. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I've come as, I was a sadist. <laughs> um so yeah, that those days are behind me, um, but you you can recreate drills like that on a much smaller scale. With, Absolutely, and I would suggest to you that it's not just interdisciplinary; it's inter um, agency. So you have to have other jurisdictions come and participate. That's what Urban Shield was so great about. Yeah, yeah. Because you got the time to you know be handing out business cards is not when the stuff has all gone sideways. It's way, way, way before that. So you know who to call, how to get in touch with them. You know their mobile phones. You know what shifts they're working on. And the better you know each other, the better you, you're going to be prepared to, to deal with the problem, right? And not even just that, Doug, but you know, we, we hope that the PD lieutenants and the fire battalion chiefs exchange business cards at the, at the big city council meeting or whatever. But it's the beat officer and the fire engine that are going to be the first in on something. There's a good chance the beat officer is going to be first. Mm -hmm. So if we get to a medical and the officer did something great, guys, as the engine company, the paramedics, you need to let the officer know, hey, everything you did just now was perfect. Do it again. In fact, I noticed you didn't have gloves. Here, here's a box. What size do you wear? Mm -hmm. That goes so far into building a relationship with the other disciplines. Uh, it, I'm gonna, it has to be at the street level. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pony on that and, and say, you know, it, it's it's all well and good for the powers that be on, on both the fire and the police side to speak to one another, to hash out plans. Mm -hmm. uh, but I assure you, they ain't going to be the ones walking through the school. No. Nope. Right? So it's going to be the medic. It's going to be the rookie officer maybe mm -hmm. it, or well, it's day shift so it's probably not the rookie officer <laughs> ah, <there you> go. <laughs> but nope. it, it's going to be the the frontline people that are taking care of these things it's imperative that they are aware of what your capabilities are what your knowledge level is what your training level is in my jurisdiction we actually train with our local fire department for active shooter stuff We've done done it for probably three, four years now, mm -hmm. and it, it has escalated every single year. And one of the other things is is how many communities are doing these uh, uh, every 15 minutes demonstrations right. at the high school? Did right? one last week. There you no go. No joke, last so, week. Before or after, are you guys meeting and talking about, hey, maybe if we didn't have a, you know, a, a multi-vehicle fatal? I had a question about uh, you know someone who's barricaded in a house. If you guys have a question about how your other agencies, your other disciplines might handle something, that is the opportunity to speak with them because that's the same face you see at every domestic mm -hmm. you go to, every PD eval, yep. every Absolutely. everything you go to, that's the same officers responding. So opening up that dialogue and you know you don't have to start having barbecues at each other's houses and naming yeah, we, kids after each we other. We don't have to be no. best friends. I mean it's just a freak no, show that you and I are. It's a freak show. We met on the internet. <laughs> But being able to go to that officer and saying, I have a question. Yeah. And then you get that question answered, and on another call, it happens, and everything's better. Yeah, absolutely. It's an yeah. amazing thing, guys. Well, and, you know, we were talking earlier about, um, prior to going on air here, uh, about the notion that one of the conversations we're hearing a lot in all three disciplines is uh, getting paramedics like yourself, firefighters like yourself, into the warm zone in an active shooter, in a yeah. scenario like that, yep. where you've got... SWAT or patrol with a patrol rifle, hopefully, getting into the building, making sure that part of the problem is fixed, and then the second wave of guys coming in, 
one of them is wearing a red vest at least, right? We would hope so. You know, my administration decided that uh, we shouldn't wear red vests. Uh, they wanted us to look more like the cops, which I'm 100% against. But, hey, no, that's a terrible idea. They're yeah. the ones buying the stuff. But the other thing, guys, is if for some reason uh, law enforcement is, is forming up and you're saying, hey, we're ready for rescue task force, and they say no, what's wrong with handing them a handful of yeah. tourniquets and saying, hey, throw these at the injured as you go by? Yeah. That, that's a great point. That is going that's to a, be a surprise for three or four junior officers hang forming on. up with a brand new sergeant. I'm going to text my chief real quick. Yeah. Is that okay? <laughs> that's a but, great idea. But because two weeks ago at the coffee shop, I told you, hey, if we get an active shooter incident or something where you're going into the hot zone, mm -hmm. I might give you a ton of my stuff. Use it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. when we get something, you, Liberally might, be, use you it. might be coming by me going, yo, HM. Throw me some of those tourniquets, man. We're going in, but it's not safe enough for you yet. Yeah. That's not something that's really happening at the training level because it's also artificialized. And that's yeah. a shame. It is a shame. But if you talk to some of the officers, if you talk to some of the firefighters and paramedics and say, hey, can you do my job until it's safe enough for me to go in there? That'd be awesome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I, Cheers. I think we all three agree um, that we're all three of us book nerds. Uh, oh, God, yes. Agreed. Book nerds. So here's yep. the other thing I like. And we talked about this on, on your podcast, um, that exchanging of ideas is one thing in a coffee shop, exchanging of ideas. But it, I think that you should be intellectually curious enough in any discipline that you're in to examine the reading materials of your colleagues. Because mm -hmm. to, to, that counts as, in my opinion, at least to some, to some degree, training. You're getting an idea of what your colleagues are, are, are trained in, what they're conversant in. You can speak their language more easily, right? Yeah, it's amazing when you when you go and look at a, a book written by a police officer about passing the promotional exam, and you suddenly read through it and you realize, wait a minute, this isn't just for cops. Right. This yeah, is for everybody. Absolutely. And you realize right then that I've been looking in all the wrong places for the for the answers I need, and it turns out the right places my buddy knew about the whole time, yeah. but I never asked. Yeah. Um, you know, as we get as we get out of town here, um, you know, what are some of the thoughts that you have on just talking to? Um, people who haven't yet reached out to folks in the other disciplines. How do you how do you start that conversation? I like to be uh, abrasive <laughs> and confrontational and say, "What is wrong with you?" There, th those from again from a law enforcement perspective, those are the guys and the gals that are going to uh, not let you die. Yeah. So maybe buy them a cup of coffee and talk to them. Go by their house. I used to do a thing on September 11th. Mm. I went to every single firehouse in my jurisdiction and just said thank you. I did that in New York City on the 10th anniversary. That that's un unreal. Yeah. There, there's the the connections that you can make, the camaraderie that you can build, the goodwill is incalculable. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, and and I tell my trainees, I tell my students this all the time. We've gotten away from the, the service aspect of public service and from protect mm -hmm. and serve. People think a servant is less than, mm -hmm. and there is nothing further from the truth. There is yeah. nothing higher than a servant. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, we I'm try gonna, and serve our do, audience. I'm going to get a card table and a giant poster board. I'm going to say, there is nothing higher than a servant. Change my mind. <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. And I will be in front of the studio uh, for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, uh, Justin, Jason, um, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. I do recommend people go out to What's Your Emergency Radio. Uh, you want to plug the website? Where's Absolutely. Where's it it's, available? It's wyeradio.com. Okay, excellent. Uh, well, guys, thanks again uh, for your time. Uh, thank you for everything you do. 
stay safe out there. Cheers.